Hey there, everyone. Good to see you today. Danny here with an introduction to part two of our Star Wars podcast. Once again, we filmed this over a year ago. Jaime, Lewis, myself, and special guest star Rob, where we talk all things Star Wars and our love of Star Wars. So please enjoy the second part of a three-parter podcast of all about Star Wars as we start counting down to Star Wars Celebration. Enjoy. This is Earth Radio, and now here's human music. Now we're getting into uh, the, the prequel trilogy. Now the prequel trilogy, in my opinion, a lot of people didn't like it. I enjoyed it. There's certain oh, things. Really? I, I liked it a lot because it, it and this is going to speak towards uh, the viewing order that I usually watch Star Wars and the viewing order I showed my, uh, my cousin's kids Star Wars, which made them fall in love with it. Um, the order that I did, and I'm just going to talk about that real quick and then we could touch on it again later. Uh, I showed them episodes four, A New Hope, five, The Empire Strikes Back. After Darth Vader announces that he is Luke's father, then I went back and showed them episodes one, two, and three, so they could see Anakin Skywalker as Anakin. You know his whole storyline, and then his 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 rise and fall as a Jedi to become Darth Vader as we know him. And then I showed them episode six because episode seven, eight, and nine weren't weren't even available at the time. I showed him episode six, the redemption of Anakin. That's the order that I usually watch them in, but you know, somebody could okay. fight me on that on whatever so, order. So that is the only way that I know of that 90% of the people online agree is the right way to watch the movie. Right. I, and I, that, that never, to me... I've never heard anybody... I've heard, I've heard, no, that, I've heard, heard, I've heard that, that order, but... I, I think 90% is way too high. But also, I've heard that... Well, after, I don't like being part of the 1%. After you well, watch... Well, I'd be 10. You know what? You gotta eat that 10%. Uh, we gonna eat you. We gotta eat you. Either, anyway, eat Rob, go ahead. <laughs> well, after you watch 4 and 5, and you want to go back and show them what happened before, you know, leading into 6, is that you would just watch episode uh, uh, Revenge of the Sith, episode three. Okay. You don't really need the Phantom Menace so much. And even Attack no, no, no. of the Clones. And, and Phantom kind... Menace, Phantom Menace, I only included it because, you know, it talks about the Anakin, Anakin, the Force, all that. The Chosen One. The Chosen One, the Metachlorians. <clears throat> um, but I showed him in that order because that, that I felt it was important for them to see Anakin as a child, him becoming the teenager, and him becoming the the one that was never granted the rank of master, because we all know that. And, and becoming the one who hates sand. Yeah, he hated sand. <laughs> and so, then showing him uh, uh, Revenge so of the Sith. <laughs> yes, so, we so, don't sand this motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> so, so, okay, so talking about the prequels, which we're all going to get a chance to talk about them. Um, the prequels to me, I saw them in the theaters with Rob, uh, Justin, and I believe, uh, maybe you, Danny, I think you were there? I think we saw a 3D one. Yeah, which was the Phantom Menace. Yeah, because that was the only 3D release one, right? Yeah. Wait, I don't think we saw those together. Because... We, well, we saw Phantom Menace 3D, think, wait, but wait, that, wait. that's what I'm talking about. Because, all right. Yeah, he's yeah, just saying. They were, no, no, they, yeah, right, right, right. But they were released Rob, beforehand. We've but, always been with you. Yeah, we've <laughs> always been with you. Don't you know we're force ghosts? Come on now. 
No, no imaginary friends. We're here now. Yes, we're here. You're, and you're, we're you're right on the station. Wait, you're the three ghosts at the end of the. the Listen, we are the, the Christmas the, Carol. No. Yes, we are the three amigos. The Disneyland, you know. Oh, the hidden, <laughs> the haunted mansion. Yes, yes, that. <laughs> so okay, so see, I, see, you went three amigos. I was about to go the three caballeros. I was looking okay, myself Donald Duck. I like fine. the three amigos. Yeah. So, okay, so so the prequels to me. You have a plethora. So the prequels to me were like the the <laughs> the problem with the prequels was is it was a lot of green screen, a lot of green screen. I think it was oh, all green. Yeah, I think, I think it's, wait, wait, wait. Now was it green or was it blue? Because apparently there's a fucking difference. Oh, well. People get very uppity. Oh, Lucas gets uppity when you say blue screen. Okay, green the screen. whole the whole trilogy was basically just in front of a screen. That yeah. it's a majority of it. It's with funny that, that that reminds me of a, a trivia for Gangs of New York by Scorsese. Um, has everybody seen Gangs of New York? No. Yes. So okay. I spoil it. Whatever. Just so, well, no, it's, it's too old. So it's about too old. It's it's, it's too old. old to not be spoiled. Oh yeah. It's uh so basically it's a movie about in like eighteen sixties New York. You know about the the various gangs and uh, the people who hated sure. the Irish. Anyway, so Martin Scorsese, because, you know, a real old school filmmaker, so they built the whole set to make it look like 1800s New York. They built, like, a couple blocks of it. George Lucas, because he went to film school, I don't know if they went to film school together, but they were all friends. They all grew up in the 70s as the hot new filmmakers, Spielberg and uh, Coppola. So George Lucas goes to visit Martin Scorsese and takes a look at the set that got built, and he goes, you know you can build all this on a computer, right? Oh, jeez. <laughs> well, so, let's not go down that road because then well, we'll get okay. into all the Scorsese versus versus certain kind of entertainment. No, here's one way to kibosh that. Who has more Oscars? Wow. Scorsese. Yeah, there, there you go. go. Well, I mean, only one. <laughs> okay, but even, <laughs> but even one more is still one more. <laughs> okay. Well, to be fair, the first Star Wars was nominated for Best Picture and Lucas and all that. Did it right? win? No. It probably Sadly, should have. It, it should have, but, but it, it didn't. didn't. What did what, what did it lose to? That's the question. Look, let's not go I, down I, this road. I think Annie Hall. Was Seriously? Annie Wait, Hall? really? That was the year Annie that Hall was a, won? That was a movie. Oh. I always hated. I, I hate any Woody Allen winning, oh. but that's that's a anyway. Side of oh, okay, yeah, let's not. Get so that. okay, back so to Star Wars. To back to Star Wars. Prequels. Prequels. So to me, the prequels felt a little forced, in the sense that it was all green, uh, green, blue screen, whatever. That they they added something that was not originally part of it. Which was the Metachlorians, which I didn't like. That there were these microscopic organisms that live within you that give you the force, and the higher the count, the 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 stronger you are. And, and okay, you inherently know why you don't like it. Do I inherently know? Because it was measured with a big razor. That's why. It just okay. didn't sound right. It just look, look to 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 say that it seemed odd. It seemed yeah yeah it, it, it seemed yeah. There so, you go. So this Metachlorian counts as high. Yeah, so and he's talking this, into a lady Bic razor. That's what he's so doing. So I will tell you exactly why none of us like this midichlorian crap. All right, go ahead. And I've heard it so many times, it's almost a moot point at this point. I'm surprised none of you can figure it out. Okay. It's the fact that it no longer feels special to be a Jedi. Fuck. Okay, yeah, no, that's it. There it is. Bing. Bing. No boom, boom. Feel, because if everyone has midichlorians, to a certain degree, everyone has a version of these powers. So even the lowest midichlorian count might be able to move like a 
piece of paper. Or so something. would they be like, able to move a broom? A, a broom. I, <laughs> I was I, just gonna say, yeah, or I, use a broom. I think, <laughs> I think it just it takes away from the the mystery of the Jedi. There you you go. know, they were. It's the mystery and the exclusivity of it because, like, if you're a kid mm-hmm. growing up, and the way I grew up with it, which is, fuck, being a Jedi must be so great. Like, I wonder how young you gotta be to start studying it, and, or you have to be doctrinated, and what, like, what, what, what. Does a Jedi? What was the basis behind it? Yeah, and, what, what is the basis behind and the does Jedi? Does this carry over into other Disney properties such as Doubtful. Mary Poppins? Doubtful, because yes, I believe, her, her midichlorian counts is. Oh, her midichlorian counts. I off believe the, the chimney sweep may have had some. Dick, oh, Dick yeah, Van Dyke, Master <laughs> Master Van Dyke. Because Saint Saint Master Dyke would uh, Master would not come out. No, as that well. doesn't sound right. So at Master all. Master Van Dyke. Careful what you say, or you'll be canceled. Uh oh. I said cancel cancel all, cultures coming All I said was dick. You might go down as Cara Doom Van Dyke. I'm just saying the man's you Richard might, Van Dyke. I'm you just might be the next Cara Van Doom, okay? Cara Doom, not Von Doom. I'm just Von saying Doom. why did I say Von Doom? Is that like oh, Victor like, Von Doom? I'm sorry. I'm mixing I am mixing um Fantastic Four in here, another film franchise. Oh wait, they're gonna reboot They're rebooting it finally and rightfully so. Whoa, whoa, we're not gonna talk about that because I haven't seen any of that. I haven't seen any of that yet. Let's let's not move into that. Okay, okay, okay. So back to Star Wars, really the back end. I really I really think that But but you made a good point. You made a good point. The pulling away of that mystique of like of an attainable goal. Yeah. But now, if everyone's on the same level playing field as everyone has been a Koreans, it just depends on how your count is. You may have the greatest luck in the world and luck into a family that just is rolling in the midichlorians. Oh, jeez. Or you could just shit out and get nothing. Like, like What's I am so now. special well, about I that? I feel like the less you know about what really makes it a Jedi, the better. Like, okay. The yes. more so, so touching on that. So touching on that, there was a video game called uh, Star Wars Galaxies. It was an MMO that was released, I think, uh, 2004, 2005, somewhere around there. I remember that. So, so that, that, uh, that game, in order to become a Jedi in that game, you had to do... Uh, there was like a, a, a long quest line that you had to complete. And it was so hard that only, I believe, like not even 1% of the, of the total player base attained the goal of Jedi. Are you sure that's not just because it was a crappy game? <laughs> no, no, no. It, I mean, I mean, it was a good game. I played it. I remember. I remember you playing it. Yeah, um, I played it. I'd, co- I'd come over and watch you play it a couple yeah, times. Yeah, it was fun. It was great. But but okay, the version you saw me play was actually an emulator. Like a, it was called Star Wars Galaxy Emu. There we go about the emus again. Every every, every episode, episode the there's, emu a, there's an emu hidden somewhere in there. Um, <laughs> emu for emulator. But but that game, they they at some point they had patched it where anybody could be a Jedi. And it took away from that, from the mystique, as you were saying. It took away from from being yeah. a Jedi. And, yeah. and I, I, I think, I, I, think can see so, it now, I think in, I think in anything, whether it's it's a it's a book, it's a movie, it's a TV series, or all of the above, I think there needs to be a shroud of secrecy behind it somehow. Okay. Like, kind of like Sherlock Holmes for me at least. Okay. Sherlock Holmes is this incredible genius. How did he get to be a genius? Nobody Was he knows. born with it? Did he or adapt? maybe it was Maple Leaf. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, I want it to that one, but still, was he born a genius? Did he did he did he, did he learn to become a genius? Did it's, he force himself to be a genius? It's not important. He or just was, is. But he right. just is. Exactly. Yeah. But now you have the now you have a secondary Watson, or as I would put it, the audience. 
Mm. You have okay. Watson to live through the so, genius so, so of that's Sherlock a, Holmes. So, so Watson is the surrogate for everybody. Definitely. Okay. He's definitely the surrogate for everybody. And on top of that, because it's such a well-made surrogate where you know you're smart because you're a doctor. You're Dr. John Watson. But you're not as smart as Sherlock Holmes to a certain extent. Okay. Because you have to make it flawed. The Jedi system is sort of the same way. It's this great, mystical, ancient force. But it is flawed. Okay. Because while you have all these great rules in place of how, how to be a great Jedi, how to be a master, how to be this and all that, how to reach these attainable levels, it is flawed in the way it looks at itself. Because, and I think this might be taught for later, not necessarily, because you don't see it in the prequels. Prequels are more democratic bull crap than anything else. Yeah, it's very political. It has like some you political might, see, to you it. See it more, you see it <laughs> more in seven. Was. In seven, where in uh no not seven, eight, eight yes in eight. Once you finally see Luke in eight, and he does, and I think it's most people hate the scene. I kind of like the, the the symmetry of it, where he takes the he takes the lightsaber and just goes yeah whatever, launches it over his shoulder, just bye, just gone, and he just walks away. And Ray's like, what the hell? And it makes perfect sense because he understands the fundamental flaw is. If you believe you are holier than thou because of something arbitrarily special about you, you're inherently flawed because you can't see the flaws in your own design. Damn, you're like blowing my mind right now. That's, that's like seriously, honestly. How is all the philosophy, baby? I'm what, telling you. Wasn't he just mad that he tried to kill his nephew? <laughs> wasn't that the whole point? I mean, if you break it, if you break it down, yeah. It's okay, we're like, getting ahead of ourselves here. We're getting ahead of ourselves. But, um, you know, in the prequels, re- prequels. reverting back to the prequels, that's what made me really dislike the prequels. Okay. But to an extent, I can still enjoy it. Right. You know, there's bad dialogue, as if in every movie. I hate sand. Bad. It gets everywhere. It's coarse. Like, there's always bad dialogue in everything. But what I like particularly is the brotherhood between... The two leads. Obi-Wan Kenobi. It is not it is not the love story that everyone sees at first, but it is the love story that I see first. Oh damn. That's the true love story right there. So that's the heartbreaking moment in three. Not the pregnancy shit. I could care fucking less about that. It's the heartbreak between these two guys who are set off as brothers from the beginning, or maybe even father and son almost. They grow up. They have their tantamount moments in the first movie. They don't really like each other. They butt heads. The second movie, that's when the camaraderie starts. The buddy system really gives it the high gear there. And then by three, man, they are ki- they're ready to kill each other, and they do. They what? both die in that movie. You realize that, right? Oh, no, no, no. I know Obi-Wan dies in the sense that he loses his brother. Yes. And Anakin dies being a Jedi, and he becomes Darth Vader. As he becomes same. everything he hates. Yeah. From a what? certain point of view. Right. Oh, oh shit. All right. We'll hear that in a second. Somehow, in those three movies, I the way it's described in A New Hope, the way Obi Wan talks about Anakin, it doesn't come across in the prequels the way it's conveyed. Like, okay, I don't really feel that they're that buddy buddy. It's always Anakin complaining, and Obi Wan's telling him, "Oh, you got to do this, or you got to do that," and um, I feel more like Obi Wan and Qui Gon in the movie had a better connection, more emotional attachment than Anakin and Obi-Wan I, did. But, I but, think but, that's but wait, because of better was, actors. 
No, no, well, but wasn't it wasn't it, it wasn't it emotional attachment that you weren't allowed to have? True, but well, the emotional part was more for women, right? Like, well, like I the Jedi's not everybody. supposed to be, you know, in love with somebody and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, I mean, I I gotta agree. Like, Rob definitely has a good point of the the Qui Gon. That's the problem with having Qui Gon in the first movie, taking such a lead lead ahead of well he was a master so yes no but i mean like in the sense of like having him be so upfront with everything you couldn't give you couldn't give obi-wan like a moment so that we could also see like all right he's not the master but he has his but i think he has his wild but i believe that was the point of of qui-gon jinn as the as the as the uh, to set up obi-wan to try and anakin right but i feel like we needed more scenes of really like Close friendship yeah. between Anakin and Obi Wan. I, I think for the, them uh, to get that message across. Yeah. Okay. I think the real problem is Lucas got caught up in special effects. He's not the writer director anymore that he used to be. Well, he let's let's be clear. He didn't write. Uh, uh, he didn't write Empire. Or he didn't Jedi. write Empire Jedi. Which, he, which, which he, arguably he, were two of the greatest movies. He needed Lawrence Kasdan. Lawrence Kasdan was one of the greatest writers who ended up writing... And I think uh, the problem was by the time he made the prequels, it, it there was nobody that was going to tell him, like, hey, you should do this, you should do that. It was like... Well, he was the principal owner. Right, but, uh, well, but there was no... That. They're like not going to tell him, like, hey, we're going to tell you... you should, like, he screened Phantom Menace for, like, Ron Howard and Spielberg and all those guys. And it's and not that it's that it's their place to tell him, hey, uh, we you know we think you should do this or that, but there was nobody telling him like, hey, maybe this doesn't work. I mean, that's kind of that's kind of like the idea behind. Uh, let's take let's take it right now. Okay, that's like going to Kevin Feige. Okay, we're telling him, this is like Marvel. We're, like we're Marvel. talking about Marvel. Okay, it's like Marvel. You're 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 peon to to Kevin Feige. Who are you to tell Kevin Feige, hey, you know what? Maybe you should include the Netflix TV show stuff and restart that on Disney Plus. Or I even feel Hulu. like this is a little different because Kevin Feige, no. while he's in charge, he's he hiring. He's hiring the people and he's telling them what to do. Yeah. So if if because it happened plenty of times, like Edgar Wright left. You know they wanted to, he was going to do Ant Man and they want I think but they, there's I think there's a lot more people involved in the Marvel stuff. The collaboration between the directors well, and the writers. And it's not just. George Lucas is writing. George Lucas is directing it. George Lucas is story. George Lucas. You okay, know what so, I mean? okay, like, so okay, it's so okay, it's not Lucas. That was Lucas film, and this is Marvel. It's not called Feige film. Okay, or, so you know, so then okay, so maybe that's not. He the best doesn't one. own Marvel. So let's flip it. Let's say James Cameron, who's looking at Avatar and telling James Cameron, "Hey, you know Fox? what? Yeah, this and that. Well, Disney not now." My thing. <laughs> Well, honestly, they're just for for Avatar. They're just looking at, hey, you made no, this many billions of dollars. Do no, what you I'm, want. No, but I'm saying for the first Avatar, no, no one was going to James Cameron and telling him what to do. But no. if he created it, and he wrote it, he put it all together. Yeah, he's. But be at that time, you're but just talking about one movie, and not by this time a whole franchise. And um, and again, he doesn't own a studio, James Cameron. Not no. that they were getting involved, but. Now who's asking for four more Avatar movies all these years later? And Nobody. That's a whole other topic. Nobody. But see, well, but see I, the problem. I, I, I find the problem with Avatar. And we're getting a little off track here, but the problem with Avatar it was space Pocahontas. Done. Done. Yes. I'm out. It, it's 
You know what? It's true, and I think that's why it was so successful because this, well, the uh, the new technology because it kind of revitalized 3D. Um, you know, it was a, it was that. it was a simple story. Now I don't care for it as much, but I think you know, it, you can't say nobody wants it. Then why did it gross a billion dollars? Right? You know, I yeah, th- I think it's I think that's waning interest though. I mean. You know, well, look at all the years now that have gone by. Since well, but that even came out. even when it opened, I think it only did seventy million the opening weekend, which is huge. But obviously, we see movies doing better now. And it and like Titanic was kind of the same way, right? Titanic opened; it wasn't even number one, and it just kept staying. But every week, it was so steady, like twenty five million, twenty five million, twenty five million. But for some reason, you have like the teenage girls going back to see it again and for again and again. Oh my god, I gotta see DiCaprio! Gotta see DiCaprio! But in Avatar, what what was it about that that made you want to see it again and again? I saw it one time. I enjoyed it for what it was. The 3D did actually help. But I never had any interest in watching it a second time. I, I think that's because the I, story was simple. And I, 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 I will I will say this ahead of time. This is Lewis. I've never seen Avatar once. <laughs> and I don't plan on seeing Avatar once. I don't care if Disney Plus does have it. I don't care if Disney Plus releases all of the movies. It's not going to happen. I'm not going to do it. It's Facebook Honest. I saw the good time. I saw the, I saw the movie, sang the songs, loved the dog. That's it. I'm out. I'm out. I don't care about it. I don't care, I don't care about it that much. I'm just trying to find some kind of way to connect like the George Lucas not being told no. Right. I mean, shit, the only other well, comparison he, I, I have is... I just feel like if he would have at least like... Okay, here's the story he wants to tell, but let me get somebody else who I know is like a good writer to help me with the scripting just because of yes. the dialogue and things like that. Yes, that I think is a And also though. because his, like, they had a good cast, they had good actors, but his directing. Mostly good actors. His directing no. was, just made him kind of wooden. Maybe, maybe <coughs> it's also because prior to that, he only did American Graffiti, the THX 1138, and the first Star Wars. Although, wasn't he kind of like a shadow director on Return of the Jedi? He pretty much directed that movie, I think, despite the fact that there was somebody else's name on there. Yeah, I mean, if you if you own a franchise like that, and I put own in big quotes, of that time, um, yeah, you you have a say no matter what. I You know, whether somebody else's name ends up in the, on the directing card or not, I think you have a say in it. So... Know? I just so, think he needed more collaboration. I, I, I think so too. I think yes. I think Rob touched on something. The writing was really weak. It wasn't great, and it just kind of it didn't sell it very well. Which kind of was like whatever. It fizzled. It fizzled and it fizzled early. And I think, outside of the fact that that hurts the overall trilogy or the overall prequels, it's still a good set of prequels. <laughs> I think the outline, the direction of the story is good. You know, um, I I think it hit the beats, needed to go. It's just the execution. I, I like to yes. say. You know, yeah. I like I like to bring up for those of us that seen Game of Thrones. Everybody hates the final season. I think yep. I think narratively that's where it was going, and I think it works for that world. I you know I think it ended the way the books are going to end. We'll never know because the books are never coming out. But it was just the execution, the way it was pulled off, doesn't come through. Live up to yeah. So I think I think the narrative of the prequels. I actually hate 
the last season of Game of Thrones, but I do feel like they needed the more episodes. Like, there was more to tell, and they kind of just rushed to get it over with. Uh, this is yeah. Lewis one more time. Uh, I have not seen Game of Thrones. <laughs> what happened? I, I, will, Lewis I will not watch Game of Lewis Thrones. Here. I cannot, uh, so you cannot endorse Game of Thrones. It's not my kind of thing. Oh, I'll preface this also. I've not seen Lord of the Rings. What? Not my kind of movies. I've never seen the Hobbit movies either. Wait, wait. Well, that, I, I, can ex- I can excuse that. There's going to be an episode where we just talk about everything that Lewis hasn't seen. Yeah, I'm more than happy to sit in on that and just be like, nope, there's nothing. I do agree. Someone explain it to me. Explain to me like I'm five years old. You don't, that should be the name of the episode. You can skip The Hobbit. You don't need to see The Hobbit trilogy. It's no, unnecessary. Watch, so the, watch the Topher Grace cut. <laughs> like you know, we talked yeah, about we that. We talked last about that on Thursday. Topher Grace, yeah. The, the, Topher Grace the David Duke slash Topher Grace cut. Oh lord. Okay, so Black's Klansman was a good movie. It yeah, was. We just talked about that. So one thing that nobody's touched on yet that oh, was good about the trilogies was the memes, baby. The memes. How many memes has come out of that movie? Two. No, more than that. Well, legitimately, <laughs> at least two. Wait, no, no, no. There's greater, all, greater than or equal to two. Use your math, kids. <laughs> oh, here we go. Oh, God. No, no, no. It's okay. They're teaching corners over there. Well, it's a joke that it's we It's a got running joke that we got going. You're not there. But not wait, there. wait, wait. Q Walking Phoenix, you wouldn't get it. <laughs> but. Wait, do we have live gifts? We <laughs> do don't. We have live gifts. We don't, unfortunately. <laughs> but, okay. Picture so, that so, gift right there. So there's an entire subreddit. Devoted to the prequel memes called yeah. Slash R Prequels. Yeah. I'm subscribed to check, it. Check it out sometime. It's, I'm subscribed to it. Awesome. It's I'm amazing. I'm subscribed to multiple of these meme pages. I'm just saying that that's, that's part of it. But one thing that I did like about the, the prequel trilogy is they showed Anakin's rise and fall. I think that would, that's important. Not well, but they showed it. No, they showed it, but not well. But it's important to note that... The execution again. Yeah, execution. But it's important to say that, that to know his story from beginning to end, because technically Star Wars is the story of the Skywalkers. I mean, that's what it is, but... Who are you? We'll get into that. <laughs> Sorry. But, I couldn't, I couldn't okay, resist. does anybody have anything... I mean, I know we've been arguing about it, but anybody... Did, were there any things that you did enjoy about the prequel? Rob? Of course, look, there's lots of things that I did not like with Jar Jar Binks, of course. You know, the terrible dialogue, the love story, which was so, like, badly done, badly written. Just, yeah. it's so creepy. It's you know, not Natalie Portman's best acting, either. No, definitely not. Um, you know, And roll, she is a good actress. Rolling around in, I guess it was a field with what looked like what I would describe as potato bug creatures. Like, I just... <laughs> It was, uh, see, you're shaking your head. Like, no, I'm not shaking my head. I just don't remember that. Well, you're lucky. Well, he was like standing on one. You're talking about Attack of the Clones, in right? The, in the Attack lake. of the Clones, exactly. Hold me by the lake like you did right, back right. on Naboo. <laughs> <laughs> but that lake. there are things I like. Obviously, Ewan McGregor as Obi-Wan Kenobi. I love, Hello there. love that. Oh, uh, that's one of the greatest memes ever. It's one of the greatest actors to touch. No, no, no. Okay, so... so kind of touching on this uh, i put on my dating site on my dating profile if you can finish the sentence hello there i'll buy drinks first and no to to, to this day no one's got it they came really close by saying hello there the angel of my nightmare hello there <laughs> oh come on that's so no, that's a good one that's a good one that's All one right. of three that's one of three that i'll accept that, that, that deserves at least a shot no i will buy the drink okay. but but right. not the point you're a good man not the point, but 
Find him on Tinder. <laughs> <laughs> no, I am not on Tinder. I, I Find am, him on Bumble. I'm on Bumble. And Grinder. Not Grinder. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh. Not Grinder. No, thank you. Uh, I was, what I was what on you got against Grinder? Lady boys? No. Grinder is for uh, people who are of the opposite orientation of what I am. As, okay? there's, a dream, as there's a deep drive into the law. Oh jeez! There goes the deep. Um, I don't know if I'm ever gonna wear these these headphones again. If I'm ever gonna announce for uh, for Fox or or Ohio. for uh, Ohio, but uh, there goes a deep drive into left by Castellanos. By Castellanos, and that is now Anyway, um, okay, so so finish off the prequel meme there. Okay. What is what is the appropriate line? It starts with "Hello there," and and the next line is. Kenobi. General Kenobi. You know, and that's terrible, but it's grievous. It's, it's grievous. You gotta hit him up on uh, Hinge, too. Yeah, I'm on uh, why yeah, I'm, I'm on Hinge, but like nobody has yet to get it. I'm surprised you didn't go with you are unhinged. Oh, that's Rob. a Rob joke. That's a Rob joke. That's a Rob joke, Rob. I still haven't seen that Russell Crowe movie. Just so. I, I still maintain for a while, that was slated to be the first movie we were going to get back in right. theaters. Yeah. That is the movie our society deserved. <laughs> On Hinge yeah. with Russell Crowe. That is a movie for our society. Wait, wait, wait. Let's preface it. Not Russell Crowe normal, like Academy Award winning Russell Crowe. This is fat Russell Crowe. <laughs> let's yeah. make that plentiful obvious. Because that's the only reason that man looks like he belongs in that scene. is because he is no longer Russell Crowe, the fit actor, the... The beautiful Maximus. minds. Yeah, the Maximus, are you not entertained? Yeah, or the beautiful minds. His, la- his last man. good movie was The Nice Guys, right? Has he had I enjoyed The Nice Guys. Yeah, that, that was, was a great movie. Yeah, that was Reeling it back into Star Wars here, guys. <laughs> well, reeling it back into Star Wars with The Nice Guys. Um, I mean, you know, like, I definitely feel like, you know, talking as a nice guy, I think some of the acting was actually better than most people want to want to remember it, you know? Aside from the obvious, which is hating Christian, hating Christian scene not being that great. Although let's be honest, he was growing up with that role, so his awkwardness was real awkwardness. Like if we really want to get I think the, the problem, it, it wasn't even necessarily his fault. It's just the dialogue and the directing. Yes, I, think, I don't. I, I don't I think the 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 he dialogue. was in. Uh, uh, I I haven't seen him in too many other movies, but he was in a movie. I think it was called. The house, or the glass house, or something like something that, like that yeah. where he actually did a good acting job. It was a true story, I believe. You know what movie I saw that he was really good in? Jumper. Jumper was one. I never saw. It. Jumper, I thought was pretty good, but there was Mace another movie. Windu? No, no, it was a movie That's where right. where he played uh where he played somebody who was getting a surgery. Oh, I remember that. I and didn't that see was it. such a good uh, awake. I think it was called. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that was such a good movie because like you were seeing it from his point of view when he was getting his surgery. And, and I in the world, I think in. also you know, um, George Lucas is just not an actor's director. You know, no, some some absolutely not. Yeah, some directors come from acting backgrounds and have worked with actors, and obviously George Lucas is into special effects. You know, um, I you know the original trilogy. I think Han, uh, Hans, uh, Harrison Ford has natural charisma. Han Solo. Yes. Yeah. Um, well, he wouldn't be a lovable rogue if he didn't. Uh, Mark Hamill was all right for what he was given. It was just fine. You know, Alec Guinness was a sir, you know, Academy Award winner. You know, you know what you I mean, you didn't have to tell him much. You just had to yeah. say, hey, these are your lines. Do with it what you will. And he made it work. Yeah, so I think I think by the time of the, the prequels, George Lucas was more fixated on 
on special effects and toys and just completing the story. You know, um, Hayden Christensen probably could be good with a good director, but I don't think George Lucas is a actor. He's not director. that director. He's yeah. not the director you need a Hayden Christensen for. He, you need somebody, and that's why I say, you know, you have Liam Neeson, who was a great actor already by then, continues to be a great actor. Well, he's not acting anymore. Well, I mean, you know, he will at some point. Because he wanted to murder a black guy. Let's not go there. Well, that's what Let's he said. Let's not go there. I mean, those were his words, but... Problematic. <laughs> See? See? You're getting us canceled, man. The lights flicker. <laughs> that was... That's the flicker. That, well, that's taking flicker. For, first of all, I was just quoting what happened. That's, I'm not... I'm no, not. But that's that's a taking flicker. The next that, time that flickers, you're going to have a, you're gonna have a pencil in the nose. <laughs> It just be blood. Just remember, his his new movie is called The Marksman, so be careful. Well, he'll shoot you from 450 <laughs> yards away. Well, Liam Neeson's probably not within 15, 30, 40 miles. Or... Yeah, he, but... He's with the, also with, the honest... Th- he's... Yeah, but if he's the marksman, he doesn't need to be within five feet to kill Well, him. he's probably getting drunk in Ireland. Much uh, Sorry to my Irish listeners. Allegedly, 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 allegly, allegedly, 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 allegedly button, allegedly button. But come on, come on, it is Allegedly. Allegedly. Jesus, allegedly. With, allegedly. You, with you, we're going to have, we're going to need an allegedly button, a problematic button. A violent a button. A violent button. That was easy. Well, that's for all of us. That's for all of us. Yeah. We all need the violent button. That's okay. So, uh, uh, do, you, do you think it's fair to end this conversation about prequels? Or is there anything that anybody wants to add? Um... General Grievous had four lightsabers. That's that it. was a that was a fine fine Dark. lightsaber for his. No, I, I'm just I'm just counting here. He had four. Darth Maul <laughs> was a cool character that deserved wasn't around long enough in the movies. I feel like he should have should have fleshed out. He should have st- like he should have been killed off so quickly. Well, Absolutely not. That was actually rectified in the Clone Wars, right? But I'm but saying later. at the time when you're but watching he, those, yeah. movies, it was Boba Fett syndrome. Kind of, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. That's that's fair. Wow. Yeah. No. Fuck. I did not. Well, I actually had Darth Maul have more screen time. But I don't think we can call it Boba Fett syndrome. I think it's called Darth Maul syndrome. Is it? Just don't catch Cara Dune syndrome and say (laughs) stupid things. Oh jeez. Oh lord. Okay. Are we done? We're done with the. We're done with prequels, right? I I I think so. I think I expanded all I can because honestly, Rob, you think we're done with prequels? I believe so. Okay. Now on to the new trilogy. No. 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 Not yet. Oh, we already discussed the. No, no, no. All right, it's going because, on. We need, we need to get through the original trilogy, two minutes each, go. No. No, no. We're no. not that. So, <laughs> after these films came out, the Cartoon Network decided to, I don't know if anybody's actually actually sat down and watched The Clone Wars. Not all of it. They yeah. had a movie. And the ori- they, and the original. Had a was it only one movie? I thought it was two. It was Wait, one Clone Wars movie. The original Clone Wars. Yeah, don't the forget CGI. the original Clone Wars, which were these two-minute little shorts that aired on Cartoon Network. Okay, okay. Uh, that was again Gendy Chartofsky. Yeah, exactly. Which, which I actually love those. those and those are, so are really great. good. Those yeah. are so animated, so great. Yeah, those two. Um, well, I mean, that man. Gendy, Gendy, Gendy Chartofsky was Wait, such a... Did, did Matthew Wood voice General Grievous in that, or did Grievous not talk? No, Grievous talked in that. Was it Matthew Wood or was it somebody uh, else? I don't know. I, I don't know, don't know who it was. I just wait. But he was such a badass in that that they had like a shaggy looking dude who was like a Jedi. I they got all the werewolf killed. guy. Yeah, they got killed. Wait, a, a funny note. If I could just kind of go back to the prequels real quick and, and about General Grievous, I just love the fact that you know they created the new villain. I think obviously just so they could sell toys, but General Grievous. You know, I originally I remember they wanted Gary Oldman to voice him. Uh, I'm sure you remember. Or is this news? 
But like there is, I I I think there was like something with SAG or there was some problem with it. They couldn't get him. So George Lucas was all like, "Ah, oh, fuck it. I'm just gonna hire this guy from the sound department." So the voice of General Grievous is just Matthew Wood. He works for Skywalker right. Sound, mm-hmm. and that's why he voices the character all the time. So he was just some guy working on the mo- well, not some guy because he's obviously working in the film industry and obviously. Better, no, but better in, off relative, in relative speed, yeah. he is some guy. Yeah, yeah, he's not a trained actor, and, you know... It, he it, probably it, never had aspirations to be on screen at all. Yeah, like, it, it, it was probably just, you know, a fill-in where they're like, okay... Um, I mean, probably just thought, oh, they're using my voice as a template to find yeah, your voice. Yeah, you know, like... <laughs> Wouldn't that be great? And then, Dude, and then it's you like, imagine the fucking luck? Imagine you walk out of the session going, ah, I'm just a fella. They and and he, he gets it. credited, so I he's probably an official member of SAG because he's credited. Oh, yeah, he's definitely... Well, he has yeah. to be, right? Yeah. He has to be. Yeah, yeah. he works on every Star Wars product there yeah, is. Yeah, any, any, if he has anything to do with Grievous from that point forward... But even not just Grievous, like, he's... Look at everything that comes out now. Like, he, you'll see his Yeah, he's like a credits. supervising sound... He's like the well, the man of war in all the movies. But that won't get him. That won't get him sick. It's the actual. No, of course. Okay, so talking back about the cartoons, they came out with a movie. I believe it was. There was one movie. What, what year? Like two thousand three, two thousand four, something like that. Oh, let's see. Oh wait, that was when the Clone Wars movie. Yes, came out. yes. The animated, yeah, which the animated. which eventually became an animated series on Cartoon Network. Right. right. Which is where they introduced a new character called Ahsoka, mm-hmm. which Ahsoka becomes important later on. In this conversation, she's a character that was kind of created as a as a surrogate for us. Uh, Wasn't she also for Revenge of the Sith? Was a concept, but they never went through with it. I think I heard that. Yeah, they, yeah, they ended it. up killing a character on one of those planets that looked like her. She was a. a, a I don't remember the name of the, the species. Of the no, the species. Well, there was some... the, the Turgata. They're called oh, Turgata. Yeah. A I number of that. those type. Of characters. Right, and they were shown in the prequels. Yeah. But never really fleshed out as an actual like character. Then uh then they came out with video games. So they had well, at least I can remember I was playing like super super on the Super Nintendo I was playing like Super Star Wars, Super well, Empire Strikes Back. This is before the prequels. Well this is well, yeah, before that. But back. but I'm just talking about in general. Like they had all this Ooh, stuff. Ooh, a video game podcast is needed. Ooh, yeah. Yeah, we'll be we'll if you veer off that. if you veer off of just the Movies and TV shows, the well, there's expanded games universe. and collectibles. Like you're going down a hole. Like these shows. This could is be a rabbit. rabbit hole. This is a rabbit hole that needs its this, own clarification. This so. podcast is a rabbit hole. <laughs> yeah, it is. No, but here's like, the like this podcast could go on all night long. Well, here, well, here, here's the thing, though. Here's the thing. Go ahead. I think from a certain perspective, I mean, even I, like as a fan of of, of Star Wars. I never saw any exhilarating stuff. Okay. I, I mean, saw the main stuff that was at Target, and that was it. And, like, even Clone Wars wasn't on my radar until much later. Right. Once it was already surpassed, like, a point of, like, oh, you're on the fourth season on TV, and there was no, like, Hulu or nothing. Mm-hmm. So I was like, oh, well, I'm not going to catch up on that now. Right. Oh, well. I'll, Pre- I'll, pre-binge I'll, days, I'll, right? Oh, yeah, pre-binge days. I'm not watching that. I'm just going on wiki. I'm just going on the wiki and reading what happened and that, that, that's it. And it's not the I, same. But I can't tell you what happened because I don't it doesn't stick right. in my head like it does right. in movies. So I think so, if we're gonna go down that route, I feel like 
we should only go down that route when it needs to as like an exilic like a, uh, oh here's an extra point from this to- well you can't say that not everybody watched it because a lot of people did no I did. I, I, I did. of course of course no no I'm I not think he was just speaking for, you're for yourself I'm, I'm right? speaking for right, myself right, right. and maybe but, people who who kind of were like me who like yes we love Star Wars I love Star Wars but I have other franchises that I followed at the same fervor that you guys follow Star Wars because I'm I'm a Star Wars fan. Mm-hmm. I am not a super fan. I cannot claim the title of super fan because I don't know everything. You guys can claim yourselves to be super fans because you guys actually know what the fuck you're talking about. Right. Most of the shit I, I talked about of the prequel stuff, I ended up learning through college philosophy classes because I was just able to put two and two together after reading certain subjects and seeing those movies. I was like, oh, okay. But I've also done that to other movies as well, other franchises that I love. Like, not to make me seem. Not like a nerd. Pretentious? No, yeah, not to make me seem pretentious, but fuck, like I really like the Fast and Furious saga. Okay, that's a that's a that's a podcast for another day. Yeah, I don't wait. We'll get there. But I don't it's really like, out there. I don't that's really, but, but that's what I'm saying. <laughs> wait, most I, people wouldn't say. Most people would say only juice heads like those movies. Only gearheads like those movies. No, I'm a standout. I like them for what they are. But like, I don't think pretentious and Fast and Furious <laughs> have ever gone together. Okay, I don't want to see like mean, a douchebag. Look, look at the. It's funny. Just you know quickly, what? you know quickly. what, though, guys. Okay, quickly. It's it's just a quarter mile at a time. <laughs> Quickly. quickly, because I don't want to get into a whole Fast and Furious thing, but I remember when that movie was first coming out, the original one, and I didn't even want to see it. And then I did see it, and I actually was entertained by it, but as the time went on and the movies keep coming, like, especially now, if you look at the, the trailer for the That's new line. one, like, it's so beyond ridiculous, the stuff they do. Like, it's not... Oh, even, I love talk it. About, talk about CGI and how much Lucas, like, special effects. It's like, that's all they do in these movies now. It's oh, far yeah, from but, reality. But I'll be honest, I'll be honest. That's what I love about it. Like, okay. that's that's the meat that I... That's, like, jumping I, a mountain and going, like, a million feet across a to car, another mountain. A car to another car. In a 78 piece of shit. <laughs> wait, this, this is... Uh, that's another podcast for another time. Wait, wait, I they're have, fighting somebody they can't see. <laughs> wait, yeah. one, of the, one of the funniest things. I went... Um, I believe it was with Lou and my buddy Paul... We went to see Sucker Punch when that came out. I, I, I think it was Sucker Punch. Maybe it's something else. This was when Fast Five was coming out, which is when it was really starting to get yeah. ridiculous. So we were in IMAX um, in uh, Universal. So they're doing the trailers, and it's the Fast, uh, Fast Five. And in the end of the trailer has the scene where they, they're in the car going off the bridge from, I think, a convoy or a train or something. Yeah. And Paul Walker and Vin Diesel, like, yeah, yeah, at first they just, and then they just float up into the air. There was a pause of silence. You know, we've all been in movies where obviously people are silent because they're watching the movie. And I think there's other times where people are silent and you know they're silent because they're paying attention. The movie Foxcatcher, we've seen Foxcatcher. Has a scene like that, you know what I'm talking about. Wait, wait, wait. Talking about, talking about, wait, wait, wait. No, 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 wait, 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 and this is IMAX, the biggest screen possible, the big surround it sound. Huge. And it was it was just that was amazing. That was a great cinematic moment. That we're talking trailer. about a cinematic moment. And now we're going into the sequel trilogy. There was a moment in one of the films. 
Because I saw I saw this particular film twice. I saw it back to back because I had bought tickets by accident, but I saw it at one I think screening. I remember that? And then oh, I went no. to the next screening, and oh. and I literally the first time I saw it, I was so. I, was, I like my the breath, the collective breath of everybody in that room that was watching it. They were like, and it was so silent. And then the moment happened, and everybody was like, "Whoa!" There was like this huge burst of like, "Whoa!" And the second time I saw it, I I wasn't even watching the scene because I knew it was coming, and I was watching everybody's reactions. And the was this reactions, for Force Awakens. <laughs> no, this was in the uh, the Last Jedi. There's a scene, and I'm not gonna say what scene, but there's a scene, Wait, and, I think and, I know. And, and it blew. It, it literally like like I was watching people's reactions, and they were like so taken back by that moment because it was a little jarring. But it was like it was like such an intense moment that there was literally no sound. Oh, okay. And 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 that moment was just like when you see it, it it, it, it like blows your mind because you're like, oh, how come they didn't just do that? I thought I thought you were gonna go with Mary Poppins, but I I know what you're referring to. Now. And what and what am I referring to? The uh, spaceship crash. Yes, I'm referring to the moment where uh, General Holdo, oh, goes yeah, well, into hyperspace. I she, she goes into hyperspace with the ship, and she just blows like a bunch of Death Stars in into pieces, and she that shatters. Is, that everything. is probably the best visual that, that ever. Yes. For De- ever. Definitely, definitely from the sequel trilogy. That was a that was a ever. moment. I, I, I'm telling you, it was incredible, man. <laughs> that was a ever. moment that when I saw that, hold on, I saw hold on, it for the first time. It was bio digital jazz, man. <laughs> 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 I had to do it, man. You had to. You had to. But, okay, so that moment, it like when I saw it originally, when I first okay. saw it, was talking about my this. mind was like blown. I was like, what? So can I show you? So can I tell you this much? Um, when I saw it the first time, I saw the same that you saw it. Yeah, um, I think except, I think a lot of people did, but I accidentally bought two tickets, so I had to watch. Well, back I back. Okay, you know, so, you could have returned one. No, one. Why would you listen, return listen, one? Listen, Why would you one? return one? No, no, no. Okay, okay. You already saw it. No, Who I'm going I'm explaining. So the first ticket I bought was for the fan, for the uh, fan opening experience mm-hmm. where you got a pin and you the got some. Early, yeah, you got some early crap. You got a poster and some other stuff. The like, second one was in IMAX, so I didn't get to watch it in IMAX the first time. I saw it in a small theater that was probably like 200 people. The yeah. second time, I, I saw it in a in a in a 600 seat IMAX. Fair I was enough. dead center, that's, and I saw see, it. I was watching everybody's like reaction. That's the way to do it. But okay, so, going, so, going so, into the sequel. So, so so going into that sequel mm-hmm. specifically, um, I was a was I in a relationship then? No, I don't think I was. I think I was at the tail end of the relationship. But she was a Star Wars fan, and mm-hmm. she wanted to go see it. And so I was like, all right, let's go see it. Um, I wasn't too sold um, after, what was that, episode seven? The Force Awakens? Force Awakens. I was not terribly sold, but I loved some of the characters enough to be like, you know what, let's fucking watch it. And some then- of the memes were The Force Awakens, the, the episode eight was going to be called The Force Goes to Sleep, and then episode nine was The Force Awakens again. <laughs> what no, I- the, one, the one I remember was The Force Awakens, The Force Hits News. The Force is not late. <laughs> okay, that's a good that's one. That's the one I saw. One of my, who watched Dexter? Had anybody watched no, Dexter? Nope. No, I'm not watching no, Dexter no. either. No. Sorry, I'm not I, watching Dexter. Why? It just I looks was, like hot garbage. You know, it was funny. Wait, I, it was wait, on, they put it on Netflix, and I was about to decide, like, I'm going to watch this because they had announced that the, they're coming back with another one. Oh, yeah. Another, you know, season because well, of yeah, people well, didn't like how it ended or whatever. But, so I started watching, I watched, like, one episode, and then they're like, oh, it's it's leaving Netflix. So I'm like, yeah. Season yeah. season one and two are great. Yeah. Three 
three, not so much. Four is pretty great with John Lithgow, and it, it does end terribly, but Dexter himself is still a great performance. Um, I don't doubt that. I don't doubt that. Anyways, so you've probably seen the memes of uh, a black guy coming in saying, surprise, motherfucker. Yeah. Surprise, that, motherfucker! So that—that's a from, judge, motherfucker. So that's that's from Dexter because that guy's a character. He yeah. he like tries to catch Dexter. He know he doesn't. I won't spoil too much. He knows something's off with Dexter, but he is doesn't. that the the other cop? He dokes, yeah. Okay. So like the very first trailer for the Force Awakens, it's it's the desert planet, and we see Finn popping up. He is our first exposure to the new one, right? So one of the memes I saw, it was like you know, and they were doing the lines. There has been awakening. Have you felt it? But instead of Finn popping up, it's Doke's surprise motherfucker in the desert. <laughs> no, that's... We sure hope you enjoyed listening to that. We will have our third and final part of the Star Wars podcast coming out next week. And then we will be back to our regular broadcast schedule. Take care, everybody. Fuck.